Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Okay? I certainly hope you're not here to waste mine. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Two little mice found in a bucket of cream. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. Be water, my friend. Welcome to Unstrategic, the podcast about digital strategy. Hey guys, I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and today I'd like to talk about questions. More importantly, I'd like to talk about asking good questions, because there is definitely an art to it. Now, as a strategist, it's really our job to facilitate discussion among stakeholders and project and account teams, but there are certain ways to do it. So let's identify what types of questions you can ask. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. Everyone knows there are open-ended questions and there are close-ended questions. When you're in sales, you pretty much always want to ask open-ended questions. The reason for that is because this, this pries more information out of your client or your prospect. If someone wants to build a website and you're asking about design, let's say you ask the question, is there a rebranding effort to this website redesign? And let's say your prospect says yes. Then you need to ask another question, and that would be, what kind of rebranding effort is involved with the website redesign? So it would have been easier and much quicker to just ask the latter question. Now, open-ended questions start with who, what, where, when, why, and how. Close-ended questions, they start with did, do, is, are, have, could. Close-ended questions allow people to give you one-word answers. Do I have your attention? Are you interested? Have you made your decision? Open-ended questions, they allow you to get more information and learn more about a situation. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Why would I want to do dishes? Now, in, in sales, it's important to pretty much always ask open-ended questions because that gets your prospect talking. But in strategy there are different ways to find out the information that you really need. And therefore, we're going to use a combination of open-ended questions and close-ended questions uh, in different styles of questions. And the styles that I really want to talk about today are opening questions, exploration questions, which involve investigation and opportunity, assessment questions, and then closing questions. Now, there are several different names for the types of questions that I'm going to be talking about today, and, and there are also different methodologies to help uncover solutions through strategic questioning. They are almost all based off of the Socratic questioning method, which is clarification, assumptions, reasoning, alternative perspectives, implications and consequences, and then finally questioning the actual question. Now, you can read more about that on Wikipedia. But there is also this really great book called Game Storming, which is, I think this book is a must-have for all strategists. It's written by David Gray, Sonny Brown, and James McAnufo. And I hope I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. But Game Storming gives you all these really cool exercises that you can do with your clients. And I will link to the book in the Unstrategic blog, so definitely check that out. 
But in that book, they talk about using different styles of questions as well. And the questions are the styles of questions that they recommend are opening, navigating, examining, experimental, and closing questions. But today I want to cover the four styles of opening, exploration, assessment, and closing questions. And we'll talk about different styles of questions and when to ask and engage your client with these types of questions. Questions really are the match in a strategy session. They can either ignite and start good conversations, or they can be blown out and end strategy sessions before they start. So when, when you're doing introductions and when you're sitting with your client, with your stakeholders, one of the first things that I like to do in a strategy session is to get everyone loose. So I'll start by having everyone go around the room and saying their name and their title, giving a little bit about their background, and then I'll ask for them to say something they're really passionate about, or, or maybe I'll ask them to name their favorite movie or their, their favorite cereal or breakfast food. So, Dave, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Well, I'm a, an executive assistant at a major pet products company. Dave, I don't want you to tell us what you do. I want you to tell us who you are. Oh, all right. Um, I'm a pretty good guy. I, um, I like playing tennis on occasion. Um, also, not your hobbies, Dave. Just simple. Tell us who you are. Maybe you could give me an example of what a good answer would be. Um, what did you say? Setting the tone for strategy sessions can be... It can be hard. It can be hard depending on the group that you're with, but the reality is is that when you get people into a room... People's brains are great at making patterns. They're also great at using those patterns, but they are horrible at breaking those patterns. So if you want a true strategy session to be successful, you have to get your participants out of the everyday thinking and into a different space, especially into a different headspace. Now, usually when you go around the room and, and do intros, everyone just says their name and their title and maybe a little background. Throw in a curveball. Throw in a curveball to get people thinking about something that's different from their everyday. And if you ask someone to do this, then you should obviously be able to do this yourself. So if, if you're asking people their name, their title, background, and to name their favorite movie, you should go first. Opening questions. Okay, so when you start to dive in, you have to realize that the whole point of a strategy session is to go from one point to another point. So a starting point and an ending point. Now, if those two points are clearly identified, it'll be easy to draw a line between them and essentially map out what needs to be done. But say you're working with a client that doesn't know what the end point looks like or they don't know what the ideal future state of their digital properties or editorial workflow look like. That's the prime example of when you use these styles of questions. The first questions you should be asking are opening questions. These are important because they start the conversation and get people talking about what's on their minds. The whole point of opening questions is to start the unraveling process, the process of peeling back the onion layer by layer. And opening questions are meant to get as much information as possible. Questions like, what are the big goals of this website redesign? What types of problems 
do you see impeding the success of this mobile app? What are the end goals from a business standpoint that you think this digital initiative will help with? How would you define the problem that we're facing? How would you propose a solution to it? Again, the goal here is to get as much information as possible so you can play around with the information through more discovery and diving deeper with investigating and exploration questions. But remember that it's important to have sort of a, a North Star goal that everyone can, can see. Like the goal of this workshop is to uncover what users would like to see in a membership portal. What features or design would resonate with them? How can we make this happen? Something along those lines. Exploration questions are next. And there are really two types of exploration questions. There's investigation and opportunity. A lot can happen with exploration questions. I consider these the most fun because it opens everyone up to the possibilities. But at the same time, they are also designed to let everyone observe, probe, and inspect. So the first thing I should say about exploration questions is that you want to inquire about certain parts of the project or initiative that you're, you're trying to do. Ask the question, why? It's one of the most important questions to ask. And many people, they don't want to ask it. They just want to do it. But ask questions like, why are we building this member portal for your users? Why are we trying to move in a, into a different market when we've been known for this service for 20 years? Ask the question why. And exploration questions get into the meat of things. It helps you continue to peel back the layers so you can understand things further. Now, again, there are two kind of there are two avenues for exploration questions. There's investigation questions. And with investigation questions, you can ask things like, how does the current user flow work now? Or what are all the pieces here that we need to put together? Or which piece of this website is the least important or the most important? Investigation questions help you talk about the details of a project. And they let you get really granular with things. Now, the flip side to investigation questions are ex exploring opportunity. It helps people think about their challenge through a different lens and opens up the table for discussing kind of these blue sky big ideas. Questions like, how would something like that work if it wasn't available through a digital medium? Or what would this look like if it wasn't seen on a screen? And you can also ask questions like, what, what pieces are we missing here? Can we think of anything else that works similar to what we're trying to build? Or I always like the question, if every single barrier was removed, what could we really accomplish with this membership portal? Or what could we accomplish with this website or this mobile app? Um, things like, if, if circumstances permitted, what would we really want for this particular feature? These questions are counter to investigation questions. When people get caught up in the details, in the minutia, sometimes you need to get them out of the weeds. So you ask opportunity questions and they help to counteract people getting bogged down. And who knows, you may uncover kind of those, those light bulb moments with these opportunity questions. Then we get into assessment questions, and these let you take a gauge of your audience. You can ask questions like, 
does everyone feel good about what we've discussed so far? Or does everyone feel like we're on track? Now, with opening and exploration questions, you're going to be taken in lots of different directions, which is which is great. But as time wears on, you're going to have to make sure that you start weeding out discussion threads that don't help the main goal. So assessment questions not only get a gauge, but they also assess the importance of discussion threads. You can ask questions like, does this topic relate to what we were talking about earlier? Or is this conversation useful? Or should we put this on hold and come back to it at a later date? Assessment questions let you assess, and they ultimately let you adjust things if needed. In order for strategy workshops to be successful, you have to push toward a common good or a common goal. People will want to take things in random directions, which can be okay for the first part of your strategy session or workshop, but not throughout the whole thing. So start asking these questions as time continues to move on and get people on track if needed. Now, closing questions help you wrap things up. Always be closing. Always be closing. This gives people homework, and it lets you talk about potential next steps. Certain closing questions could literally be, what are the next steps? They could be, who's, who's taking which piece of this initiative? Or, you know, what should we prioritize now? Or, you know, when can we reconvene to go over these deliverables? Closing questions are meant to bring things to a close, if you couldn't tell. Try and end the strategy workshop on a good note by telling participants that, you know, we've gathered a lot of great information, we've accomplished a lot in this session, and we will have tangible deliverables for you guys soon. Of course, you know, that, that's a whole other podcast episode, and I can do one on, on deliverables of a strategy workshop. But to wrap things up, opening questions, they get things moving. They're meant to ignite discussion and collect data and information. Exploration questions let you investigate, but also explore opportunities. You can learn about the details of something, but you can also look into the possibilities. Assessment questions help you stay on track and gauge where your participants are at. And closing questions help you close the loop and figure out next steps. Now, when, when you run strategy workshops or strategy sessions, make sure you're considering these types of questions. They will help you run better workshops. All right, guys, check out the blog with the links to book recommendations. I will put up the post on questioning styles uh, that we talked about in this episode. And feel free to reach out and say hello on Facebook, Twitter, or SoundCloud. And rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. I'm your host, Adam James LaMagna, and we will be back soon with a brand new episode. Cheers. Cheers.